www.mama.com You might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 67. It's the third Sunday of Advent, Gaudete Sunday, December 16th, 2007. Hey, Dave. What's happening, Reiner? I have no idea, Dave. Things are happening, and they're not telling me. So. They're not telling you? You didn't get the memo? <laughs> I, I I saw some memos, but I didn't comprehend them. <laughs> so. Oh, you must be in management now, then. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Or doesn't management write incomprehensible memos? Isn't that I can what do their that. job is? Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing well with that because most things I say are somewhat understandable. And uh, you have to work on that a little. Confusing the masses. Anyway. You meet, you need to be more obtuse. That's important. I, I do that in this show, don't I? <laughs> yeah, but you got to bring that out into the world. Bring it out into your larger life. Expand on that is what I say. All right, I'll, I'll have to work on that. So uh, I. Uh, I have no idea this week. I don't, I'm not sure what this is all about other than kind of a vague thing about uh, somebody's coming, we're going to get there, the Lord's going to get there, John the Baptist was here, now I'm here. I don't I don't get anything beyond that from these, but maybe maybe you get more from it than I do. <laughs> I don't know, Dave. It is Gaudete Sunday, you know, which is which, rejoice. That's the Latin. Why should you rejoice? Infinitive form, isn't it, or something? Y'all oh, yeah, rejoice. Right. Or, or, you know, and down home, y'all rejoice now. You hear? <laughs> but uh, they do say that, like in the first reading. You know, I was reading the first reading, and the first thing says, and the step. Does it say the step in the one you're looking at? Uh, the desert and yeah, the Bible. step. Right. Yeah. Isn't that like in Siberia or something? Yeah, I think it's sort of, it doesn't mean sort of like a, a a grassland or a raised area or something like a butte or a mesa. Isn't that kind of like a steppe? Somewhat, some mostly barren grassy land or something. Yeah, right. I guess. So sort of akin to the desert is what we're saying. Yeah. See, now this is, this is a, you know, I kind of like the desert the way it is. Now, see, they want to just make it bloom and... Blah, blah, blah. Not that that's not nice, but, you know, why not let the desert just be how it is? Doesn't it do that? Have you seen it do that? I have. It's pretty amazing. It rains and then it all explodes? Yeah, because everything, even like toads come out that have been just hibernating, waiting for something. They they come out, they mate, they go back into into the mud for like... Have you, have you been out in the desert in the rain? Sure. Really? Oh, yeah. It, it, really... It's really kind of amazing. It does sort of come out. Everything sort of blooms, gets green. So, could you extrapolate from that experience and somehow, you know, think that that would be like a spiritual blooming in the desert of your life? Ah, I see. That's very the, good. Then the question becomes, what is the rain, you know? The rain would be the word of God, no doubt, huh? Perhaps, if you know. I mean, that's the theory, I think, or or the coming of the kingdom and... Which is why you rejoice, because, oh, man, this is here, and look at all this stuff. And there's a rainbow, and I don't know. Now I'm making stuff up. But... Well, of course. <laughs> Not that I've ever done that before. <laughs> so, 
All right, so so that's that. So then, so so what is this Gaudete? Is it is it about waiting or rejoice? It's about rejoicing, but is it kind of an expectant rejoicing? Is yes. that what you're doing? Yes. So even though everything's not there, don't be afraid. It's coming. It's be near. happy. Yes, it, the the end is near. Oh. Well, the the but but that that means the end of your suffering is near. Oh really? Actually, you know what, Dave? I've been taking this Bible class, you know? Yeah. And the last one was this past Tuesday, and it was about Revelation. You know, uh-huh. the cracked out book? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. A lot of these um, prophecy stories, and they said it's in the end times. It was apocalyptic literature. Oh, yeah. And they talk about how it's the end. Well, And you go, oh, my God, the end. <laughs> and, and the point you know, Dr. Ralph was giving the thing. She says this is the most abused, misquoted, you know, misused book in all the Bible, Revelation, because you know they want to use it to say the end times and sure. ooh, fire and brimstone, you're going to die. And and the real point of it is that it's a prophecy book written in an apocalyptic way, which means that you know when they say the end times are here, that means you've been. It's really a book of hope, right? To say. Because prophecy usually does two things: it either yells at you for being bad, or gives you hope because you're suffering. Yeah. Right. And this is actually a hope because you're suffering thing. It says the end is near, and what the end is, you've been suffering and being tortured and blah blah blah. And so, the hope is that the end times are coming. That's a good thing because the end of that crap is coming, and now we're going to, you know, bloom in the desert. The desert yeah. is going to explode with goodness. And so that's why we're rejoicing today, I think. That's fair. And I think that that's, you know, the gospel part. John is that, you know, harbinger of not doom, but of, you know, good news. So mm-hmm. he's, he's also out in the desert. Wasn't that in, so this is a desert, desert thing we got here. What you got in the desert to see? And he had this crazy old guy yelling at you, but then telling you that, well, the end of this should be... Near and then we get to rejoice because there's a new kingdom. And as we mentioned, what was it last week or the week before or something? You know, the, maybe it was probably the first week. About how Advent, you know, you got the three comings the coming of Jesus at Christmas that they were waiting for, and then the coming at the end of the world, and then there's the coming of the kingdom, which can happen every day. Mm-hmm. Right? That, mm-hmm. that we can actually wait for and rejoice because that can happen. With a little Heilsgeschichte, a little intervention of God in the life lives of His people. That would be nice. Yeah, that's what I want for Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Well, it's kind of fitting with the cycles of the year too, because we're 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 approaching the winter solstice, right? Which is the the darkest time, and then right after that we have Christmas. All right. And so the end of the the darkening is near, and the beginning of the brightening. Mm-hmm. How exciting! So That's very enjoy. cool. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 down with that, as you like to say. Right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, I had a had a point there. So, and and I think what you're saying too is, I mean, one thing, if I interpreting what you're saying, that, that is important is not not to always be, you know, as you say, this has been abused. Like, well. Uh, you know, the end is near. Everything we know is coming to an end, and it's going to, you know, you know, only the 
chosen few are going to have come and you're going to do this and going to do that. But really kind of this is speaking to the kind of a, the renewal that can happen within someone's spirit as well, you know, just on a day-to-day basis or after times of darkness. And so it's a hopeful um, statement of... Um, yes, Dave, it, it would be like after a really long uh, time in the desert of like, you know... No sex for you. There could be a blossoming. Oh, I, I sure hope so. I'm looking forward to that. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and how does this relate to how does this relate in relationships and sexuality? Sexuality and relationships. I mean, the, this idea of renewal and waiting, and you know. Uh, <laughs> oh, damn! I, I can talk to that. <laughs> Are you in the desert, or are you are, are things it's, blooming? It's like in the desert, you know. You just gotta store that water and hold on for you know years until the rain comes. <laughs> you, know, you know, it is kind of interesting. You know, this does how you know. There's that whole thing about when you're when you're forcing things or when you're trying. You know, you know, you want stuff to happen on your time schedule versus it. It, it does often seem. I don't know if you've had this experience that um, whether you're talking about you know your love life or, or money or, or your, your artistic life or, or whatever you're, you're talking about, that you go through these periods where you may want things to change, but they're not ready to change. And then all of a sudden they're ready to change. And then, and then you kind of can either go with it or you can fight it. You know, it's better to go with it when it's, when it's time for it to happen. But at other times, no matter what you do, I mean, you could be whatever, um, Doing everything you know how to do, and it, it might not change, and you just got to kind of accept that. But like you're saying, it, if you're ready for the change and it comes, then that would be a good thing. Yeah. So maybe it isn't. Yeah. If the change comes and you're not ready for it, you've blown it again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brings me back to Maggie Kissable. Oh well, <laughs> that's another story. We'll talk about that some other time. Um. So anyway, so then we got to, what are all the stuff John the Baptist and you, you, the lowest is going to be greater than you in heaven and what what'd you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I looked at that and went, none greater than John the Baptist yet the least in the kingdom is. I mean that could be the whole end of the old, you know, covenant beginning a new covenant thing because mm-hmm. John was actually coming at the end of the. Right, the old regime, the old covenant, and then the new covenant is Jesus and love. And even though that's somewhat of a misnomer, I mean, right. a lot of the Old Testament is also misinterpreted to make God seem like a big ogre, and he's nicer in the New Testament. Well, he was really nice all along before just, you know, being stupid. Right. And then, so... Now, they met, right, John the Baptist and Jesus? Well, it depends who you talk to. I mean... <laughs> Didn't he baptize them or something? He did. That's true. Everybody think agrees with that point. I mean, some people say it was his cousin. Whose cousin? Would, if you... In Matthew, at least in Luke, I think, you know, when Mary went to see her cousin Elizabeth and uh-huh. and the child in her womb was John the Baptist, oh. they they were like family, like cousins. Oh, yeah. Because Mary and Elizabeth were cousins, so they probably knew each other when they were growing up. 
They might have. They, they might have played foosball. They might have. Okay. <laughs> or some equivalent. Exactly. But. Hmm. So. That was my question to relate this. How, how would if, if Jesus and John the Baptist were playing foosball? Yes. And they were on the same team, and let's say um, who'd be on the other side? The devil and um, and who else? Herod. Okay. <laughs> Who'd win? Well, now see, that becomes a philosophical question of what do you mean by win? <laughs> That's true. Because if you look at at the outcome of that situation, both of the people on you know our team get killed <laughs> by the people on the other team. That's true. That's but true. does that mean they really won? A very good question. And doesn't that apply when we're just playing foosball? If you lose, do you really lose? Or right. if you played the game the way you wanted to play, maybe you win anyways. Maybe. Because, you know, we had a good game, we played, and then the hot babes will have to come and console us for our loss. You know? It's all about hot babes, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it, though? I my, my theory, of course, is that the enti- entire Western civilization is sort of just based on impressing women. You think it's only the Western civilization that does this? That's the only one I'm really that familiar with, it's but true. you know, probably everybody does it. No, I think there's some truth to that. Why, why do guys do anything? You know, partially, you, you could say you have this great driving passion, but kind of isn't a lot of it you want to. Part of that is you want to kind of impress women. Yes, that's what I want to do. You write books. You kind of want to be able to like have women around there. Ooh, you're a writer, or if you're a comedian, ooh, you're a comedian. You know, great it's kind poetry. of all, huh? Great poetry, great writing. Exactly. Yeah. Athletes. There were no women around. You think guys would be out there, you know, doing that crap, beating themselves up? I doubt it. That's a good question. I mean, yeah, I have that on my Ryan Dog website. Did you see that? No. Best work is done with the heart breaking or overflowing, uh-huh. both of which things you can attribute to women usually, right? <laughs> you didn't put that last part in that quote. No, I just made that one part, right? Uh, that wasn't part of the quote, actually. <laughs> but, it, but, you know, it's in sync with what you were just saying. I know. So uh, what uh, – should we end this? What do you got? What we do you can got? end this, but I don't, I don't know that I – I told you, I said, well, I was thinking I could say something, but maybe I already speeched it out. Oh, you did? Because you kind of said it earlier, huh? Well, but I can say it again. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, I mean, the point is is that... And I do have one. It's going well so far. Just that it's, you know, Gaudete Sunday, we can wear pink instead of purple today, which would be, you know, <laughs> exciting for everyone. Mm. And, and just that I'm rejoicing the end is... It's it, the whole concept that even though you can't see the end or or the new beginning, there is hope, and that's what that's what the rejoicing is for. And rejoice because the desert's going to bloom again, even though it doesn't look any different today. There are clouds on the horizon, and you say those are bad, but not really because they bring the rain and the blooming. So. You just never know. Amen, brother. Amen. All right, everybody. Have a good week. Be expectant. Be hopeful. There's seeds in that barren desert out there. So, yeah. Later.
Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Momog.com.